Hello and welcome to KLC Corner, a podcast series from the team at KLC Recruitment, where we discuss the topics that all job seekers and employers are asking. Today I'm speaking with Stephanie Berry, the General Manager at KLC Recruitment, and we're discussing the topic of redundancy. Stephanie, tell us a little more about redundancy and why we are hearing so much about it at the moment. Topic at the moment that there's been a lot of talk in the media because of what's going on in the current climate with COVID around redundancies and downturn in business. And you know, we've obviously been really lucky in Australia that the government's come to the party with JobKeeper, which I'd like to just preface by saying that because of JobKeeper, you have to think really even probably more long and hard than you would if you were making someone redundant prior so you know the whole purpose of JobKeeper is just keep someone in a job so a redundancy is or a genuine redundancy is when you as the employer either don't need the role in the business anymore so you don't need that job to be completed in the business anymore so there is no need for that so you don't make a person redundant I think it's important that we note you make a role redundant or the business itself becomes insolvent or bankrupt so right now if you're having a downturn in business the redundancy is not something that you would be looking at unless that job is not going to exist in the business going forward if it's something that you think that in six months time in three months time you'll be looking to reinstate that position then be very careful and I'd seek legal advice redundancy is not the path that you want to go down yeah redundancy is one of the last avenues an employer would want to take especially throughout a pandemic with such unknown time frames so if an employer has landed on this decision of redundancy what should they consider when making a role redundant so I think that's a really good point, Liv. There are probably four key areas in terms of what you need to consider. If you're looking at making a role redundant, you need to look at redeployment opportunities. So they are other opportunities within the business or your related entities. So it doesn't necessarily just have to be within your business. If, you're, if you have related entities, whether there are other opportunities within that business as well, um, and you have to consider those. So they might be at a lower level, but that doesn't mean that that might not be a genuine opportunity, a genuine redeployment opportunity for someone. Then you'd look at going into consultation. Um, and in terms of consultation, it's going to differ depending on your, if you're under an EBA or if you're under an award, and if you're under an award, what that award is. So for me, for example, if I was to look at say the banking and finance award, so it's not an EBA, it's a it's an it's an award. There are different steps you need to take in in regards to consultation. So consultation means really that you have to inform the person or people affected by this potential redundancy. You need to give them the opportunity to respond. You need to consider and you need to consider what their response is. So you need to make sure that you give notice to all affected employees. Also, if they have representatives, so if there are union reps involved, you need to make sure that they're part of that conversation too. Um, you then have to discuss with them what changes are likely to affect them what measures as a business you've considered or you're considering so what you're doing in terms of well we did look at redeployment and the reason that we don't have opportunities for redeployment is xyz and then you also have to as part of that make sure that you're showing people that you it is a genuine redundancy there are no other options um, and make sure you're making that clear so like everything in hr you'd follow that up with a letter to the employees that are affected 
you'd give them some time to read through that with their representative or you know with their their partner or spouse and really get their head around it and then what you do and you need to do this because you'd be surprised when employees actually come up with some really good ideas or things that you may not have considered you need to make sure that you allow them the option to present any things that you may not have considered options you may not have considered as a business in ways that you might be able to you you might be able to stop their role from being made redundant or there might be redeployment opportunities you just didn't even think of so again part of consultation and the whole key of consultation is engaging your employees and making sure that you're keeping them a part of this process communication is key because you just don't know when they might have an idea that you haven't thought of yeah communication certainly is key so once the initial consultation is complete is there a specific time frame that is usually set out should employers stick to the same rule of thumb guideline or is each case different it needs to be reasonable so you can't have the initial conversation with someone hand them the letter say you've got an hour to think of any other options and if not then your role's redundant that's not reasonable for me, you want to allow someone the opportunity to consult with, say, a representative or talk to their partner or spouse, allow them the opportunity to then sit down with you and probably in a one-on-one and then ask questions or provide potential options. In terms of if you get to the point where you've done your consultation with your employees, they haven't been able to bring any um, options to the floor that are going to be feasible for the business and it is still a genuine redundancy for that role or those roles then you need to look at your period of notice and how that works again going to differ depending on the length of service that the employees had it's going to depend on what award or eba they're under and it is going to depend on their age people that are over the age of 45 there are further entitlements i suppose when it comes to period of notice um, and and that's based around the fact that the law sees that it may be harder for them to be employed at that age, or it might take longer for them to be employed. You know, whether or not that is true, it doesn't matter. That's their entitlement under their ward. So you need to make sure that you're allowing them the option or giving that, you're making sure that you're giving them that extra week that, that they're entitled to. And I think for me, whenever I've been part of these processes, I always like to put myself in the employee's shoes. I think that that really ensures that you're not only acting in the best business interest of the business, but you're also acting in the best interest of the employee. It's not necessarily a fun conversation to have with an employee and they might've worked for you for 10 years, who knows? Might've worked for you for 10 minutes, it doesn't matter. It's still probably gonna be a shock to the system for them. And so I think if it was me and I, the shoe was on the other foot and I was the person that was being told my role was being made redundant, I would be looking to probably leave work that day, go home, think about it, write my thoughts down and maybe come back in and at the end of the next day have a conversation or the end of the next week have a conversation or end of that week. So it again comes down to whatever's deemed as reasonable and reasonable is one of those words you just have to interpret for you and your business and I think the best way you can do that is put yourself in the employee's shoes. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it, Steph. Um, So my next question for you, which is probably what a lot of employees and employers have on their mind, um, it's in regards to redundancy pay. So is the redundancy payment determined by the employee's years of service or is it up to the company's discretion? 
So in terms of redundancy pay, it is determined by the length of service, but it's also determined by a couple of other factors too. So first of all, for you as a business to have to pay redundancy or for an employee to receive a redundancy pay, you have to employ over 15 people or more. Now that's a combination of full-time, part-time and casual. And at that point, you then have to make sure that you pay a redundancy pay to your employees that are affected. The amount, the dollar amount is going to depend on years of service. It's going to depend on a couple of other factors. Those include things like any unpaid leave they might've taken over that time. So say if they've taken unpaid parental leave, that's going to impact the amount that you pay out in redundancy pay. So on the fair work, Ombudsman website, there is a redundancy pay calculator, which you can choose whether you're an employer or an employee, and you can go through that process. You have to you have to know a couple of things. It's going to ask you if you're covered by an award, what the award is. You need to know the start date of the employee. You need to know if they have had any unpaid leave, how long they were on unpaid leave for. So make sure you get all of that information before you use the calculator, but it's definitely a good tool to get an idea of you know, if you're at the, at the starting blocks of looking at roles being made redundant, it is going to potentially be an expensive exercise for you. If you have 15 employees or more and, and your employees are very much entitled to that, to those dollars and cents. So you want to make sure that you know, from a business perspective, what you're, what you're potentially going to have to pay out. But it's also good to know from a legislative perspective, what is the dollar and cents amount that I'm looking to pay? So you make sure that you can use that calculator on the website too to help you out. Perfect, awesome. I think you touched on most topics that employers and employees have been asking us or would be asking in this current climate. So I guess to summarise, what are your top three tips um, for employers when it comes to you know making a decision like this? For employers, um, it's not an easy decision. So my, before you even get to the point of having a conversation around redundancies, I would make sure you have a very strong business case and you have tested, measured every option um, because really redundancy is not, and, and I stress is not, just an opportunity for you to get rid of someone because you don't think they're doing a good job or you don't like them. That's not what a redundancy, that's not what a genuine redundancy is. That's where you're looking more at performance management or you're looking at, you know, a summary dismissal or termination of services. Very, very different conversations. Genuine redundancy, make sure you do your homework, make sure you have a really strong business case that you've considered all alternatives. Make sure you consult properly. If you don't consult properly with your employees, then you know the business case that you have is probably not worth the paper it's written on you need to make sure you involve your employees in the process that you communicate with them that if you were covered by an award or an eba you're following that within an inch of its life um, to make sure that you are doing everything correctly you need to think about the fact that by saying that that role is redundant you are saying that it no longer exists in your business or you're looking at insolvency or bankruptcy so make sure that if you're saying that role does not exist in your business that in three months time you're not in a position where you're looking to put to recruit someone or bring someone on board in the exact same role not a genuine redundancy so you again not only need to look at the facts as they are when you're when you're building that business case or when you're having going through that consultation period but you also need to look through a lens that might be three six nine months in the future and make sure you're not making a decision in here and now that's actually not going to be real in your business in say three months time or six months
Awesome. I think that was more than three, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was great, that was great. And I guess if the shoe's on the other foot, if we've got some employees listening who have recently been made redundant, what's your advice to them? It is a really difficult process to go through. It's important for employees to remember if it is a genuine redundancy and it has been handled correctly and that's why it's not you, it's the role. So don't let that really crush your confidence because it, it, it can and it will. Um, and I think it's really important that you put yourself back out there as quickly as you can. So an employer might offer you some type of sort of outplacement service or they might offer you resume skills or interview techniques that they're paying for on their behalf. They also may not. If they don't, I would, whether that's paid, unpaid, through someone like KLC, whether it's just sitting in front of your mirror and going through some interview questions that you Googled, you need to get back on that horse quickly because otherwise you will start to feel a lot of resentment and anger and you'll take that into interviews with you. And I've seen that in the past where someone has, their role has been made redundant and they have taken that very personally, which I think is a natural reaction, but they haven't been able to compartmentalize the redundancy when they've come into an interview and what they're trying to and trying to sell themselves in an interview. So it actually does impact on their ability to sell themselves and present themselves as best they can for their next opportunity. So I know for me, and this is purely just my advice and what I've seen in over 10 years as a recruiter, um, you need to make sure that you're able to sort of leave that at the door when you go into an interview. Leave the scar tissue, leave any of those negative thoughts. Don't bring them into the interview because otherwise, we do pick up on that really quickly and a, a smart interviewer, HR professional, recruiter, whoever it is, will will almost smell that out and they will dig and dig and dig till they work out what's going on. And so you need to get your CV in check. You need to make sure that you've updated it, get it out there straight away. Um, if nothing else, I know in the sessions that I've, I've held with people in the past when it comes to say interview techniques and, and resume writing, they do come in and they are quite down and they're feeling quite flat in themselves and their ability to do their job. And I can assure you the first 15 minutes of that, which is not an interview, it's, it's a session where we're helping them. First 10 to 15 minutes is allowing them to get off their chest what they need to. And then it's about building your confidence back up and building your skills back up. So even if you can't you don't want, you can't afford to put yourself through some type of formal training or a formal process. Make sure you use someone in your personal life. You can you can do that with. Get, get the, that stuff off your liver before you then go into your next interview. Amazing, that's great, Steph. I guess we can say to any employees or employers out there that are looking to go down the redundancy path or have recently been made redundant, just to reach out to KLC because we do offer these services. We do work in partnership with companies to help those who have been made redundant. So definitely reach out if you're in that situation. Thanks again, Steph, for speaking with us today. And that's it for this week's edition of KLC Corner. We look forward to you joining us in the next edition. And remember, if you've got any questions or topics that you want covered, send us through an email and be sure to visit our website for all our latest jobs, blogs and podcasts. Thanks again, Steph. Thanks, Liv.